Happy Monday, faithful listeners. This is Jen here with P40Ministries.com. I hope you had a fantastic weekend. I don't know if you had a long weekend or not. Some employers give their employees uh, the Friday after Thanksgiving off, depending on where you work. But I hope that you had a great day, nevertheless, and were able to get some fantastic deals on Black Friday if you enjoy Black Friday shopping. I personally do not, but this year I did do all of my Christmas shopping on Black Friday, and that is because I didn't go out, I just did it online, so I don't like to brave the crowds. I'm not a person who enjoys Black Friday shopping, but some really do. Today we are in Genesis chapter 21, and I'm going to be reading verses 1 through 21 today. But go ahead and grab your Bible and your cup of coffee. I'm going to be reading out of the NLT version of the Bible this morning. The Lord kept his word and did for Sarah exactly what he had promised. She became pregnant and she gave birth to a son for Abraham in his old age. This happened at just the time God had said it would. And Abraham named their son Isaac. Eight days after Isaac was born, Abraham circumcised him as God had commanded. Abraham was a hundred years old when Isaac was born. And Sarah declared, God has brought me laughter. All who hear about this will laugh with me. Who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse a baby? Yet I have given Abraham a son in his old age. When Isaac grew up and was about to be weaned, Abraham prepared a huge feast to celebrate the occasion. But Sarah saw Ishmael, the son of Abraham and her Egyptian servant Hagar, making fun of her son Isaac. So she turned to Abraham and demanded, Get rid of that slave woman and her son. He is not going to share in the inheritance with my son Isaac. I won't have it. This upset Abraham very much because Ishmael was his son. But God told Abraham, Do not be upset over the boy and your servant. Do whatever Sarah tells you, for Isaac is the son through whom your descendants will be counted. But I will also make a nation out of the descendants of Hagar's son, because he is your son too. So Abraham got up early the next morning, prepared food and a container of water, and strapped them on Hagar's shoulders. Then he sent her away with their son, and she wandered aimlessly in the wilderness of Beersheba. When the water was gone, she put the boy in the shade of a bush. Then she went and sat down by herself about a hundred yards away. I don't want to watch the boy die, she said as she burst into tears. But God heard the boy crying, and the angel of God called to Hagar from heaven. Hagar, what's wrong? Don't be afraid. God has heard the boy crying as he lies there. Go to him and comfort him, for I will make a great nation from his descendants. Then God opened Hagar's eyes, and she saw a well full of water. She quickly filled her water container and gave the boy a drink. And God was with the boy as he grew up in the wilderness. He became a skillful archer, and he settled in the wilderness of Paran. His mother arranged for him to marry a woman from the land of Egypt. Now this chapter is one of the reasons why Sarah gets a really bad rap. And I want to talk about 1 Peter chapter 3, verses 3 through 6. It says, Don't be concerned about the outward beauty of fancy hairstyles, expensive jewelry, or beautiful clothes. You should clothe yourself instead with the beauty that comes from within, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit which is so precious to God. This is how the holy women of old made themselves beautiful. 
They put their trust in God and accepted the authority of their husbands. For instance, Sarah obeyed her husband, Abraham, and called him her master. You are her daughters when you do what is right without fear of what your husbands might do. Now, I wanted to read this because Sarah, like I said, often gets a really bad rap. But I wanted to shine some light on who Sarah is according to the Bible. But let's go back to Genesis chapter 21 and discuss that. So now God gives Sarah a baby, just as he promised he would, and she calls him Isaac. And when Isaac was, I want to say, about two years old, so he was just about to be weaned, Abraham prepared this huge feast in honor of Isaac to celebrate the occasion. And Sarah saw Ishmael making fun of her son Isaac. Now, if you listened to my previous podcast episodes, you would have heard that Ishmael was Abraham's other son from a woman named Hagar, who was not Abraham's wife, and that should have never happened. Abraham should not have slept with a woman who was not his wife. But he did, and Ishmael was born. Now, Sarah is angry because she sees Ishmael making fun of Isaac. So she goes to Abraham and she says, Get rid of that slave woman and her son. He is not going to share in the inheritance with my son Isaac. And that is why Sarah gets a bad rap. Because people say that she was the one who had told Abraham to sleep with this woman Hagar in the first place. And then she gets all mad about it afterward. But she was mad from the very beginning. No woman wants her husband to sleep with another woman. No one does. And Sarah was doing this probably out of guilt. She was not able to have a son. At this point in the story, God had not promised Sarah a son, but he had promised Abraham a son. Now, Sarah was old and she was barren to begin with. She didn't believe that God could give her a son or would, honestly, until God had said that he would give Sarah a son. She didn't believe it. So she was thinking, probably in her, in her heart, I don't know how Abraham is going to be able to have this son that God is promising him because I am a barren woman and I'm old. So she says here, in order to fulfill the promise that God is making to you, sleep with this servant, Hagar. So she gives Hagar to Abraham and Abraham did not consult God and ask him more about this promise. He just listened to Sarah without doing anything and just said, sure, I'll do that. And he sleeps with Hagar. And I know that the blame is both on Sarah and on Abraham. But as Abraham is the head of that household, especially culturally back then, he should have gone to God first. And Sarah really should have too. But Abraham should have made the right decision and he did not. So Sarah, after Ishmael is born, and actually before Ishmael is born, even when Hagar is pre uh, pregnant with Ishmael, issues start happening. And Sarah, for many, many years, is dealing with Hagar and Ishmael. And now at this party, Ishmael is probably a preteen boy who is insulting his half-brother. And Sarah sees this and she tells Abraham, get them out of my house. I no longer want to deal with them. I have a son and this is the one who is supposed to have your inheritance. This was the one 
who was given to you by God. This is the son that is supposed to share in your inheritance, not Ishmael. So she says, I won't have it. And honestly, I can really, really understand where she's coming from. This was probably heartbreaking for Sarah to have to live with the woman who had slept with her husband for all these years. This is probably 12 years or longer going on now. And she has to live with this woman and the son of her husband, who was not her son. And just think about that situation. No matter who you are, whether you're a man or a woman, no man wants to live with a person that his wife slept with and also produced a son with. No one wants that. Who wants that? And then vice versa. No woman wants to live with another woman who her husband slept with. No one wants that. So Abraham does exactly what Sarah says because God sticks up for Sarah. In verse 12, he says, God told Abraham, do not be upset over this boy and over this servant. Do whatever Sarah tells you. For Isaac is the son through whom your descendants will be counted. So he sticks up for Sarah. God literally sticks up for Sarah. He says, Abraham, do what your wife tells you to do. Because God believes in an equal partnership. God never wanted Abraham to sleep with another woman from the beginning. And he agrees with Sarah that this son, Isaac, is the one who will share in the inheritance and Ishmael will not. And he says, but because I love you and because Ishmael is your son, I still will bless Ishmael and make him a great nation. So do what Sarah says and get rid of Hagar and Ishmael because they will not share in Isaac's inheritance. So Abraham gets up early in the morning and he straps on a pack to Hagar's shoulders, the servant girl, and the son, and he sends them away and they're wandering around in the desert because they don't know where to go. And Hagar drinks all the water. Well, they both drink the water and there's no more water left. And Hagar puts the boy under a tree and she walks about a hundred yards away because she says to herself, I cannot see my boy die. So she's crying in the desert by herself. And this is a very similar situation to what happened so many years before when she had run away from the situation of Abraham and Sarah so many years before. And she's crying in the desert and God hears her. Her El Roe. I think I had an episode named that El Roe. And El Roe means the God who sees me. And actually Ishmael, her son, means the God who hears So Elroi calls down to Hagar and he says, I have heard the boy crying as he lies there. Go to him and comfort him for I will make him a great nation from his descendants. So he's saying, I'm not going to let your boy die and I'm not going to let you die. He says, go and comfort your boy. He's by himself. He's lonely and he's scared and he's terrified. Go and comfort him. And all of a sudden, Hagar sees this well that she hadn't seen before. And she sees this well full of water and she fills her container and she gives the boy a drink. And Ishmael continues to live in the wilderness as he grows up and he becomes a very skilled hunter and archer. And he ends up settling in the wilderness of Paran. 
and he gets married to an Egyptian girl. So he was absolutely fine, just as God had promised. He becomes a skillful hunter and archer, and he becomes a great nation. And his mother, who was Egyptian, sets him up to be married to another Egyptian woman. And that is the story of Ishmael. And Sarah, at this point, is finally free from that mistake with Hagar and the son Ishmael, and she is able to live in laughter and in joy. It says here in verse 6 and 7, because she says, God has brought me laughter, and all who hear about this will laugh with me. And that's another reason why Isaac, who was named Isaac, because Isaac means he laughs. That's another reason why Isaac was named he laughs, because there is now joy in this household. Isaac has brought joy and has brought laughter. Not just laughter of, of Abraham not believing that God could do this for Sarah, but also laughter and joy that Isaac brought when he was born. So this was Genesis chapter 21, verses 1 through 21. I hope you enjoyed this episode today. And I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening. If you like this podcast, please make sure to share it to your social media platforms and let everyone know that this exists and that you can listen to a podcast about the Bible on your way to work or when you wake up in the morning. Now, if you want to support P40 Ministries financially, you can click the link in the bio of this podcast episode and that will take you directly to my shop and I have some brand new designs in the shop for you guys so take a look at those and thank you guys once again for tuning in I will see you guys tomorrow 6 a.m and as usual happy listening and God bless bye everybody